It's funny. I uh, it wasn't long ago when the Disney Plus announced that there was a movie called Home Sweet Home Alone coming to the platform. With the the little uh, the little kid from Jojo Rabbit was going to be the new sort of Kevin, and Ellie Kemper and some other dude. I don't know who that guy is, but they're the the bandits, and he defends the house against them. And a lot of people were up in arms. How dare they? How dare they? It's like there's there's already like seventeen other Home Alone movies. And my my simple response was, you can you can just not watch it. If it looks stupid to you, you don't have to watch it. Or you can watch it and decide for yourself or not or whatever. Uh, and I was like, hey, you know, the, the the previews make it look not terrible. I'm going to give it a shot. Like, ah, oh, we got, you know, buzzes in it for a second. And you know, this could be good. Could be good. This cute little funny kid from Jojo Rabbit. All right, let's give it a shot. Uh, so the kids and the wife and I watched it. Uh, a little bit of it Sunday night and then finished it Monday night. And um, I am here to tell you that it is one of the biggest piles of shit I have ever seen in my life. It's, I wish I was in, I wish I took my own advice and skipped it. Although I wasn't one of the people complaining about it when they announced it. I said, you know, it's, man, it's, it's, it's a streaming platform. They have to churn out tons of shit all the time. And, you know, people, is anybody buying Disney Plus to watch the new Home Alone movie? No. They might be watching it to watch the old Home Alone movies that are on there, the classics. Maybe somebody decided, oh, I want to see this Beatles thing. I'll try. There's a lot of stuff that I'm sure is getting people to subscribe to Disney Plus. I doubt that Home Sweet Home Alone is one of them. But maybe, look, somebody somewhere out there. Subscribe to Disney Plus because they wanted to see Home Sweet Home Alone. I'm sure somebody's out there somewhere. And somebody out there loved the movie. Uh, Nobody in this house loved the movie. My oldest at one point just threw their hands in the air and said, that's it. This is bullshit. I'm done. I'm out of here. Was like actually actually angry at the movie. And rightfully so. It It is so atrocious. It is so embarrassingly bad. The premise, you know, the thing is, what I thought was, okay, Ellie Kemper and the the other dude play the burglars, the bad guys, the crooks, the villains. And by the way, I'm about to, I'm going to spoil Home Sweet Home Alone. So you can come back to this later. I'm not really going to, I don't think I'm going to talk about anything else. I just want to quickly talk about Home Sweet Home Alone. So... If you're saving Home Sweet Home Alone for a fun family night together uh, watching a movie and you don't want to know what happens, although, you know, there's, what do you need to know? But uh, just, yeah, come back to this podcast later. Okay, so spoilers coming in three, two, one. So the bandits are not even bandits. They're not even burglars. You know, Home Alone 1 and 2... It's Kevin versus two cartoon bad guys. You know, it's 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 Bugs versus Elmer and Yosemite at the same time, right? And in this one, it's the kid and his mom, the kid who's let's call him Kevin. I don't even I don't that's not his name. I don't know what his name is. Devin, I, I, Bevan, I don't know. 
They stop at a house. There's a there's an open house going on at the beginning of the movie, and this kid and his mom stop. Uh, they need they just need to use the bathroom, so they're pretending that they're going to this open house that they might want to buy the house, but really they just they just had to stop and pee. And while in this house, I, I, I was half paying attention, but there's this old doll collection, and the kids looking at the old dolls and saying, "Yeah, these old dolls might be worth something." And then that's it. And then later on, and and so the family that's selling the house is uh, they're doing it because they've fallen on financial hard times. The guy's like a frigging uh, he's like a frigging cloud developer or something, and uh, he somehow can't find a job. But anyway, he's having hard times. They're having hard times, and so the only way to to raise some cash is they have to sell their beloved family home. Uh, except that the dad goes on eBay and sees that one of the dolls that they had that the little kid was scrounging around through earlier uh, has an upside down head and is worth up to two hundred thousand dollars. Is going for there's only fourteen of them in the world, and he happens to have one, and it's going for going for two hundred thousand dollars. And this obviously, wow, we sell this, we make two hundred thousand dollars. This could really solve all our troubles. And he goes to look for the doll. The doll's not there. And so he assumes that this kid has stolen, this kid who came by for the open house, who just had to use the bathroom, has stolen his doll. And so the next morning, of course, it's the next day is he gets up and he goes to, he finds the, the house where the kid lives. And there's a whole bunch of family members who are all racing off to the airport. And the kid new Kevin has fallen asleep in the back of his mom's SUV watching cartoons and everybody went to the airport and they left him in the SUV. There was no thought given to why he would be left home alone. Nothing. Uh, uh, Pete Holmes is like the uncle or something. And there's other, uh, I, I like this because it's like, okay, Pete Holmes and the guy who plays Jonah in Veep and like Keenan from SNL like there's some funny people in this movie, so this could actually potentially be a you know okay. Uh, no, it's, it's bad. So the family's late to the airport. They don't even get. I, I don't even know if they explain any of it. It's just like this movie is like okay, you guys are watching this because obviously you know what Home Alone's all about. And look, the kid fell asleep in the car and they left him there, and nobody gives a shit. And the one guy, Pete Holmes thought that the kid was in the other car with the mom so he didn't bother to look for him and the mom thought that the kid her son was her only son by the way uh was in the car with it's just it's it's mind-numbing in a way that hasn't been done too often before um also this is written by mikey day from saturday night live who i cannot stand i can't stand him on snl Every character, every bit that he does fucking sucks. And knowing that he wrote the screenplay for this is pretty... It's like, okay, well, that makes some sense. <laughs> Again, seems like a nice fellow. but And he's been on Saturday Night Live forever. And I'm, I'm very... I keep, looking, I keep thinking that he's gone and then he shows up in sketches. And I'm looking forward to when he just, you know, okay, move on. Go write some more Home Alone movies. You're so good at that. Anyway, uh... John Hughes, he ain't. So, okay, so the family leaves to the airport and the kid falls asleep in the car and the dad from who's trying to sell his house who's lost the upside-down doll head 
comes over as everybody's trying to get in the car and go to the airport. And he's like, excuse me, I'm looking for, excuse me, so-and-so live here. And he's just trying to like talk to somebody to find out like, hey, did you take my doll? And so uh, instead of like just waiting for the family to come back or just being a better communicator, he decides along with his wife, played by Ellie Kemper, that they're just going to break into the house. And of course this kid wakes up and, realizes that his family's gone and he's very happy even though like there wasn't much of a you know kevin got in a big fight with the family they were all being dicks to him the kid who's left home alone is just kind of like everybody's loud and i'm gonna go sit in the car and watch cartoons and then they're all gone and he's like cool i'm home alone and it's like they're just it's like sleepwalking through the stuff he's like yeah you know what's gonna happen next you know what's gonna happen next instead of trying to be even remotely clever and put a new spin on it it's just like Okay, the people watching this are too dumb, and you've already seen Home Alone, so we're not going to really explain much. And the big twist is that the bad guys are not really the bad guys. They feel that they've been wronged, and they're going to lose their house, and they're going to. The guy lost his job, and it's a really hard luck story. And we're going to make them the villains. And so then it just like speeds through all this stuff, and then it's Christmas Eve, and then the 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 and then what happens is the kid who's home alone sets all the booby traps up at the house and the 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 guy who's looking just looking for his doll and his wife they come over to uh you know he he has the passcode the alarm code to get into the house and and so they get in but the whole place is obviously booby trapped and so they get hit in the head with with you know pool balls and uh they fall and they slip on the ice and the little kid just all he does is like hide behind the corner going yes Yes. Oh, that looks like it's gonna hurt. Oh, that's gonna leave a mark. And it's just that for like ten minutes. But you don't feel like in Home Alone one and two, the genius is that it's like these cartoon villains, and horrible, violent things happen to them. Things that would have actually killed them in real life. This kid is attempting to murder two adults in the original Home Alone movies twice. Once in Chicago. Once in New York. And the setup is like, yeah, these guys are pieces of shit. And this guy's he's, he's defending his house. And they're going to try to rob his house. And now in this one, they've taken them and, and the horrible, they're electrocuted and they're set on fire and they're, you know, falling off of buildings and bricks landing on their head from like stuff that would kill them, actually kill these people. And we're laughing hysterically because they're cartoon characters and they're just shitheads they're really just like one-dimensional villain shitheads but we want them to not succeed in this one it's like so the whole setup is this guy thinks that this kid stole a doll that could help him not have to sell his house and live in poverty and he's just trying to find out where his doll went and get it back and so the kid is just beating the shit out of these people (laughs) yeah they shouldn't be breaking and entering but it's like oh this is just sad and this kid's not, you know, and it's so bad. It's so bad. And then they get to the end and Ellie Kemper is like, we just want to talk. Jesus Christ, kid, we just want to talk. And then he's like, what, you do? And she's like, yeah, you stole our doll. And he's like, I didn't steal your doll. 
and and then he's like, I'm home alone. And they're like, oh, my God. After this kid tries to murder them, they're like, you poor sweetheart. Oh, my God. Give me a hug. We'll help you. We'll save you. And he brings them back to their house. And then it turns out that the family that's staying with these people uh, took the doll. And that's it. And then the, 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 get the doll back. And he sells it. And he makes a ton of money. And the guy who sells the doll spends some of the money on repairs for the Home Alone kid's house. Repairs from the booby traps that the Home Alone kids set up that went off, and this guy is paying for. And it's a it's a it's a mansion that this kid lives in, by the way. They're doing just fine financially, and this poor bastard had to use some of his some of the proceeds of his eBay sale to to repair New Kevin's house. It's so bad. It's so bad. I don't know if it's. I don't know. See, I feel bad because Christmas Chronicles 2 was horrendous, and I love Christmas Chronicles 1. Uh, part 2 was just so terrible that we didn't finish it. This Home Alone movie, I can't believe we actually finished it. I think because it was just so short. Uh, you know, it's over. It's over and done before it even gets started. You're just like, I looked up and I'm like, wait, it's Christmas Eve? Wait, he's going to booby trap the house? He's already booby trapped the house? With all these things, and you know, and he's sawing the banister. It's just so it's so contrived beyond, you know. Home Alone one and two are just ridiculous. That he's planning all these booby traps. Uh, you know, oh the 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 sticky bandits, the wet bandits are going to step in ex- this exact spot, and the nail is going to stab him, and then he's going to fall backwards, and then the iron is going to fall on his face, and then the big thing is going to fall, and then this is he's got it all. Uh, you know, he's got it all Rube Goldberged like crazy as though these things are going to happen and they do because it's it's reasonable enough this is like this kid is like i'm gonna saw the 19th banister the, ni- the 19th spindle on the staircase because i think this is exactly where the guy will grab onto and then fall to his demise it's like what the fuck this doesn't even in crazy home alone land it doesn't make sense and uh the only slightly funny part was yeah buzz Buzz McAllister is in is in this movie and he's a cop and somebody calls in like hey this kid's uh home alone you know we got a we got a 119 kid home alone on Christmas Eve or something like that and he's like oh yeah fuck you he's like yeah that's just my brother Kevin he we left him home alone twice when he was a kid and he calls and he makes this prank call every year it's nothing and then that's that's pretty much it it's like okay that's kind of funny it's kind of funny, like just any reference to Kevin McAllister as an adult who he's designed his own security system that he sells. He's very successful. He certainly doesn't appear in this movie, but uh, but Buzz is there to let us know. <laughs> Buzz, Buzz is the deliver. Buzz is the conduit to uh, to let us know that Kevin is alive and well. He's got his own home security systems, and he prank calls Buzz at the police department every year on Christmas Eve to say that he's home alone. And so Buzz, that's why Buzz doesn't believe it, and he doesn't actually go to the house to help the kid who is actually, in fact, home alone. Anyway, that was kind of a cute little two minutes, and the rest of it is such a piece of junk that I yeah, I don't know. If you're just curious and your kids are just like, yeah, all right, we got nothing else to do. Let's watch, whatever, watch it. Just know that you're going to hate it. You're just going to hate it. There's nothing... There's nothing cute. There's nothing likable. There's just nothing. 
there's nothing good about this movie. There's nothing remotely good. And, you know, the, uh, the original Home Alone movies, yeah, the family is terrible. The McAllisters are just mostly hateable people. Even Kevin himself is like, you know, a little dickhead. Uh, but but by the end of the movie, you know, you see like, hey, this is family, though. We fight and we're assholes to each other. But if something terrible like this happened where we all flew off to Paris or Florida and left our kid alone at home or in New York City, uh, yeah, you would feel you'd feel terrible. And particularly, you know, Catherine O'Hara really plays the part well of like, hey, she's still his mom and she's, you know, obviously loves her son and is just feels awful. And, and that whole you know, her whole journey home, the journey of the mom home, she's just sitting on an airplane with a, with a weird guy next to her, keeps looking at her screen. They have, there's the seats all have screens just showing the map, showing the radar and where the plane is. And he's, he's looking at her screen instead of his. And I guess that's the joke. And she's like, you're still looking at my screen. He's like, yeah, sorry. And it's okay. And he falls asleep and drools on her. That's her, you know, you got Catherine O'Hara in a, in a polka van with, with John Candy and the Kenosha kickers and all that stuff. And, uh, and it's like, okay, that's, you know, that's the, the other story going on is this kid's defending his home and the mom's trying to get home to be with the, and this, this movie that just this home sweet home alone is just has none of that. It has no heart. It has no soul. It has no brains. It has nothing. It has absolutely nothing. There's nothing. It's an empty piece of shit. It's an empty fucking vessel with some people going through some motions uh, for the lowest common denominator to enjoy and really just thinking, okay, this is, you know, morons are watching this and very small children who maybe have never seen the good Home Alone. And so they're going to, I don't know. I don't know who likes this movie. I literally can't even think, I can't even think of like a small child, maybe like a two-year-old might like this movie, I guess. I can't think of anybody. I just, it's so bad. It's so just horrendously bad. Yeah, so uh, enjoy enjoy it if you possibly can. <laughs> home sweet home alone. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck your home sweet home alone. All right, see ya.